Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. That's right. We watched Being John Malkovich this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How well do I see that? 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 I love you Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the man that went through a tiny door into my brain to use me as a giant puppet, Bryce Perkins. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. There. Um, so, uh, you know. Malkovich, Malkovich. <laughs> couldn't wait to use that one. No. Um, I need to get the. I need to do the pitch back to normal though, because it's kind of all right here. Muffled. Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. Maybe turn it up a little bit too. Um. Yeah. So before we get started, all right, one more time. Malkovich, Malkovich. All right. <laughs> That's just gonna be a new, a new one that you have now. I'm just gonna do it whenever. Be ready, uh, folks. We will. We will find out what it means <laughs> when you yeah, use it. Absolutely. And anytime that we do a zoom. The uh, or Zoom guest, those people will not know what you're no doing. No idea what the fuck is going on. Got to figure yeah. that out somehow. But yeah, it's all right. Tech tech specs, we won't ever figure it out. Once we can finally have them in person, then they will be able to. Hear yeah, it. yeah. So, so you know, and then we will be able to show me the cock. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as we do, as we require all of our guests to do before they even yeah. step a foot into your. Into the podcast room, they have most, to show their dicks and make. Most podcasts will have somebody have sign a release. We just yeah. have them show me the cock. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, if you like the antics that you are experiencing right now, do not forget to subscribe to our podcast oh. and our YouTube page, uh, which we we now have up and running, going strong. Yep, it's the the best YouTube page ever. It's the best. The people tell us that it's the best YouTube page they've ever heard. People never there, even heard of YouTube couple, before we did it. There are a couple of comments that are like, these are the best vids. Love your high quality vids or whatever. For real? Yeah. And then, From bots. Yeah. You yeah. go to their thing, it's like three followers right. and it's a, a bot thing. But right. hey, you know, even whatever. bots even bots love is real love. We love them all. Bots and thoughts, baby. I've been watching that uh oh well it's on HBO Max. It's called Raised by Wolves. Yeah. It's about Mowgli love and child oh. care and stuff it's interesting okay we watched the first three episodes and my wife's like i'm done really so, so i'm gonna have to it's finish so it's it so interesting it's super <laughs> deep and interesting but like it Just, is really kind it's of a boring little, it's a lot yeah like you watch it you're like god i'm really into it but i really wish it would something would happen too it's a little <laughs> bit a lot yeah, yeah it's it's really scott it's real heady oh really yeah, it's uh oh, wow. i, I, I kind of really love it but at the same time i'm like yeah it's also not like good i mean it's not it's not it's good it's yeah. not engaging i'll put it that way right gotcha yeah it's like uh you know it's like reading a book where you're like this is good but like when do i get to see something 
can only imagine um, a Ridley Scott um, series. I can only imagine. He has what like will all the feel. time. What? What'd you say? <laughs> I, said, I can only imagine what will my heart feel. What's that from? When I stand in your presence, man, or in awe of you, be still, man. I can I, only imagine. It's I'm, a song. It's a. It's a old, I know, but now yeah. I feel like a fool because I feel like I should know the song you're referencing. It's just an old Christian song. Oh, then I yeah. feel. Fine. In fact, it's so old they've already made a movie of it about the writing of that song. Really? Yeah, it came oh. out like last year. Oh, okay. That song's from like 2000 or something. Yeah. Anyway, I like to imagine all the people living life in peace. I don't know what you're talking about. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I didn't say you were anything. I hope someday you'll join us and the world can live as well. I'm not joining anything until I read the fine print. Oh, well, that's going to take a while. You're going to want to hire a lawyer. There's a lot of fine print when it comes to the song Imagine by John Lennon. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I was gonna say, it's a I downloadable the, I PDF print, nowadays. I bet the fine print is as much as somebody that might be a paperback writer would write. That's very good. That was a real bright stuff there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was Beatles and Dad joke. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, all me, baby. All right. Well, uh, before we get into the film today, yeah, uh, you got a haircut, I noticed. But uh, I what I'm else? Looking uh, fresh. What else has gone on this week? I'm gonna show off my bling a little bit here. Um, oh, this. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. Um, not much. I will say that. Um, New fragrance alert, real quick. Malkovich, Malkovich by Malkovich. Mm. Um, so be on the lookout for that again. It's, it's Jewel Thief by Malkovich. Oh, dude. All right. Well, I have a question about that, but okay. we will get to that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I've been good. I will say that uh, I do have something I, I need to bring up with you. Um, sorry to put you on the spot like this, but uh, I did... Uh, do a do an Instagram story of my beautiful dog Layla, my beautiful Boston Terrier Layla, out yeah, on our walk. Were, out on asking our, if she was a queen, and I did not. Yep, exactly. I I put on there the little meter, the yeah. little heart eyes meter, and said, "This a queen because she is okay." And the obvious thing to do is to see the bar, and then you see this cute, beautiful uh, mug of this beautiful princess Layla, and then you rate you take the bar and you slide all the way over. And to where the hard eyes go real big, and then then they, and then the average answer is a hundred percent. There's a queen, uh, and then I see that you looked at it, but what? There's no, uh, there's no answer to the poll. Nope. What's going on here, Chase? And you know what? Hey, your wife did it too. All right, on her own account. So it's double, <laughs> double this. All right. Well, once you've had that dog try to get inside of your mouth, <laughs> uh, the queen thing is out. Yeah, that's true. She does like to do that. She just loves you. She just loves everyone. I, she wants to. You know, she wants to cover the world in a kiss. I'm not mad she at her. She wants to cover the world in a, a puppy's kiss, in a canine kiss. So, she wants to cover the world with a canine kiss. Anyway, I, I like that you uh, choose to air your grievances on air. Well, it needs to be said. That's why they call it airing your grievances. Exactly. If you do it on air, if if, if you do it not on air, it's just called grievances. Which uh, we are halfway through november maybe no uh, we're i guess we're at thanksgiving i think so um so we are Sounds almost to, to the airing of grievances oh festivus, festivus. the festivus poll will be making an appearance okay on the next, good or in the next few weeks good on the, on the podcast that's right we do have to 
Well, I remember that. When does the Festivus officially start? Well, it is December 23rd. It's the day before. I'm pretty sure it's December 23rd. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to double check before Christmas that. Eve. Well, yeah. we don't need to fact check that right now. Um, but, yeah. Um, but we will get into this in a little bit. Speaking because I, I okay, at least, at least I did three. make the note, or I made one note, yeah. because I had a question about that, and I'm glad to see that... Uh, I'm I'm uh, happy to see that it looks like I was I was uh, correct in my yeah theory or in my thought. By the way, it is the 23rd and it is on a Wednesday this year, so we will be dropping an episode on Festivus. Wow, Festivus yeah. Episus, epi- episode. You know what we should do? Epitus. We should do um, one of the Larry David movies. Okay, yeah, on, for Festivus. For Festivus. All right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. What like you mean one that he just starred in randomly? Well, there's the one. There's one that he wrote and was in. I guess he wrote both of them, but uh, one of them was made for HBO. Mm. Going clear. That one's really funny, mm-hmm. um, and I enjoyed it a lot. And it's easy to find. It's on HBO. Yeah. Uh, the other one, Sour Grapes, a lot harder to find. And if we watched it, we might be like the sixth and seventh person who watched it. Really? Yeah. It was a real small movie. Didn't do well. It had a. Uh, I want to say it had Stephen Weber. Is that the one it, where he was like, like, homeless or something like no, that? No, no. You're thinking of Going Clear. Oh. This was from the the '90s, and it was uh, oh wow. Him and like it was him and his friend, and one of them won the lottery and didn't give any money or whatever. Like it's it's sour grapes. Like that was, oh, I got I think you. that's if that's I think that's what it was about. I haven't seen it in a long yeah. time. This summer, yeah, super. <laughs> Super bankable Larry David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, that sounds yeah. cool. Uh, we'll do the, one of those. That's on, the, that's on the map then. Okay. And, uh, you know, we got to figure out some Christmas movies this year. Or we could do fucking like B-movie or something. You know, Jerry Seinfeld go the other way. Oh, yeah. I've never actually seen but that. But it was technically George is the one that did Festivus, so yeah. it would be better to be Larry, Larry David. David. It would be more fitting. Well, we'll figure it out off. off sure. Um, yeah. So, uh interesting uh week i'm I'm sorry that uh i don't hey. care about instagram approving your dog oh. uh if that now that i know that your life is so sad you need me to approve your your dog on instagram yep. i will from from now on make sure that i do Good. that thank you for understanding thank you yeah all right thank you Chaz. you're I welcome appreciate it come on Chaz. <laughs> um Okay, well, that was it was a good week, and again, be on the lookout for Malkovich, Malkovich by Malkovich, uh, and uh, yeah. All right, well, um, let's get into this episode. Okay, uh, being John Malkovich, this is one that we have talked about for a while. It's been on the list. It's been on the list, uh, and like not. You know, I guess because I love it so much, and I know Stark brings it up a lot with Charlie Kaufman and everything, and it's just, uh, you know, it's not it's not one of the biggest movies of all time. There's a lot of people right. who probably haven't seen it. But I do, I do. But you've been interested to see it. I've been interested for a long time, and I remember vividly when it came out, because, yeah. I don't know, I was like, um, like 12 or something, 99. 11, yeah, 11, and 99, so I remember you were, like seeing yeah, previews for it and stuff, and just being like like just being kind of um 
intrigued by the concept. Yeah. Like, I, oh, what could, what that was could the, this... I didn't even know, like, really who John Malkovich was back then. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, what is this weird movie? I was like, oh, it's a comedy, and it's funny because, like, who is this guy? Right. You know, I didn't really know who he was. I uh, guess I was <clears throat> 13, 12 or 13. Yeah. You must have um, been 12. Yeah. 87, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't think I had really seen... Um, Con Air yet, which is you know mm. everybody knows that's the defining of Malkovich. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna argue his, it. his Shakespeare career can fuck off. That's right. Great, uh, was it not Graves of Wrath? Um, of Mice and Men, eat a dick. Yeah, it's Con Air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, you mean the movie where he plays that? Um, no, can't say it. Can't say it. <laughs> They said to it quote, in the movie. To quote, to quote this the movie, movie. To quote this movie, that movie where you played a retard. Right. You can do that. Right. You can yeah. quote. You gotta cite you gotta cite it. Quoting this movie. Yeah. But um yeah, so John Malkovich, I didn't know who he was back then, so it I didn't end up seeing this until definitely in high school. If, did you if did you not college. did you have a better idea of who John Malkovich was by the time you saw yes. this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and then uh and you know Charlie Kaufman, like I, I know that I saw um, Eternal Sunshine before I saw this. I definitely did too. Yeah, yeah. and that's because I've seen Eternal that's, Sunshine. Yeah, that's also Kaufman. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> Which other, I believe is the only movie of Kaufman's that I am like uh, familiar with, consciously aware that I have seen. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. Let's go down the list real quick of just okay. like the ones that he wrote. Uh, he's got that new one that I haven't seen either. Oh, uh, the one that just came out on Netflix. Yeah, right. I'm thinking of ending I've things. Not watched that. I'm intrigued, but it also like getting into when you know you're getting into a Kaufman movie. You gotta get it's the right like, headspace. Exactly. Yeah. It's like okay, well, I gotta really want to watch this right now. Um, there was uh, uh, Anna Melissa. I've heard of it. Yeah, that's a stop motion weird one. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're all pretty weird. Sounds See, like a uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh Schenectady, New York. Nope. Schenectady, New York. Schenectady. Cool. Uh Moral Oral. He watched he wrote one episode of that. He was uncredited for the story of that. Oh, really? Oh, on Adult Swim? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh Matt yeah, loved that Eternal show. Sunshine. Ooh. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I've seen that before I saw this movie. Confessions too. of a what mind? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. It's but, uh no. based on a true story. The host of the Gong Show, the original Gong oh. Show, and, oh, cool. um, and uh, the dating game. Yeah, and he in real life he was a, a secret like spy as well as this game show for the CIA. Yeah, it's Whoa. fucking awesome. I believe it was Clooney's directorial debut as well. In real Sam life. Rockwell plays the guy. Yeah. Um, Wait, where, what was uh, his name? Uh, God, it's the guy uh, from the dating game. Yeah, not Chuck Woolery. Oh, but like okay. the original dating game. Oh. Chuck Barris is his name. Oh, uh, but uh, what are the chances? Two Chucks. Do you think Woolery got the job just because he had the same first name? Probably. It was like good Probably. enough. But no, that movie is fucking awesome. Mm. Like that is one of my favorites. That's that's where I was like, I have to watch everything that uh, this guy did. Well, now. Not, I to, now I have not, to go and uh, look up everything about no, this guy's life. Not. Uh, not. Uh, Kaufman, uh, Rockwell. Oh, yeah. Oh, because like, he I did so Rockwell. good. He's so oh, he's good great. at it. Yeah. And then, um, and then I bought and I have still the uh, the actual book that 
Chuck Barris wrote that they based the movie on. Okay. And it is, it's also nuts. Like, yeah, we'll have to do that someday. It's a great one. Yeah. Okay. Um, Adaptation. We've talked about that. We'll do that soon. We'll be doing that. It's sort of a, if not next, sort of a meta part two to this. Yeah. Um, And then Human Nature, I've never seen. Never heard of that. I have seen a lot of the Dana Carvey show. He did seven of those. Whoa, he was a writer on the Dana Carvey show? He wrote on Ned and Stacy. He wrote one episode of The Trouble with Larry from 93. Everybody remembers that sitcom. Nope. Did you watch that documentary about the Dana Carvey show, by the way? Yeah. It was on Hulu? Yeah. That was great. It was so good. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he's, uh, uh, Charlie Kaufman is an interesting, interesting writer. I can see that. And he's Uh, well-respected, uh... Uh, now nowadays yeah. so this was his first his, uh, this was his first movie he uh so well, before we get into it what did you know you were on that yeah track? so i um i just remember like seeing previews for it as a kid mm-hmm. and then other than that i really had no idea of what i was getting myself into other than i knew that it in, it it involved crawling through a door oh okay i thought you were going to say um, it crawled it involved being John. No, Malkovich. right. Which, in a Which sense, it does. yeah, yeah. Um, it involved crawling through some sort of like door or mm-hmm. portal. Um, and I seem to remember like shots of the low ceilings in yeah. the office buildings, like so. So just so very, as, you, as you were watching it, things were like, oh yeah, I yeah, did, I did. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so just kind of very um, somewhere deep in my subconscious, I I. Uh, had idea like vague ideas about it but yeah. i really had no idea what i was getting myself into um as far as like what it was about or how it actually played out or anything like it, that it's a weird movie in the way that it is really a simple story uh-huh. but it is such a high concept right and like there's a lot of little things in it that don't necessarily mean anything that maybe means something like it's very um I want to say peculiar uh-huh. or quirky. Yeah, I guess quirky, quirky is a absolutely. good one. Like the, the seven and that and was the thing that, and... that fucking um, took me by surprise was was the amount of like lighthearted quirkiness in it. I thought it was going to be a lot more like serious, artsy tone, which yeah. there is a lot of that, but it but it doesn't take itself too seriously, yeah. which I was very surprised. And by. that was that was on uh, from the behest of. It's almost like British. Like there's a lot of British. Um, yeah, humor in it it's or something funny. it's I, I was telling but my wife not, you know because she'd seen it before but we were i was watching it you know for the podcast last night and i was like well do you want to watch being john malkovich with me and she's yeah. like uh, i was like oh you're not in the mood for one of those hilarious movies that you don't laugh out loud right right <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly she's like no not really right but um yeah it's it's very interesting there's a lot of like like you said uh, uh, quaintness or whatever, but like the the satire of it, a lot mm-hmm. of that came from when when John Malkovich finally got attached. Uh, he wanted to up the satire a little bit, and so that it would kind of like reflect his own mind a little bit more. No, or something? just I mean, it was all in the script or whatever, but just uh, just to play up on that uh, uh-huh. made it a little more interesting and a lot more watchable. I think if this was. Like it's not done as a joke. Nothing is done as right. a joke, right? Uh, by the the characters, like uh-huh. the in world. Yeah. But it is silly and almost it. It sort of winks without winking. Yeah, it's you it's, know it's, it's full of a uh, whimsy. Yeah, you know, like just, the the lady thinks everyone has a speech impediment. Yeah. and can't understand. Like that's, that's so, so British, dude. That's like 
Well, it's so <laughs> like Neil Gaiman, or he's not. Is he British? Gaiman? Gaiman. Yeah. yeah. Is he British? Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's so like, or or it's uh, Douglas so, Adams. Exactly. Yeah. Like like a like a wink and a nod. You yeah. know, like it's just playful. Um, and it was that that shit I was not expecting at all. I was like, what's going on here? I love the old man, um, oh God, what was it? Lester. Yeah, Lester. Lester. Where he goes, it's so nice of you. You don't have a speech better. Flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's just like, Mm -hmm. he just so, because, and like, it's it's because she has. It's Python-esque. Yeah, it's because she has like this doctorate in in that study, like Uh she knows what a speech is. So like, that's the whole kind of wink there too, of just like, I think, yeah. you know, because somebody uh, has a degree in something, they know more than you, right. even though they, they could absolutely be bullshit. Right, you know? exactly. Could Which it was, them, yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff in it. and uh, But it's crazy that we both have pretty vivid memories of this coming out, not knowing who John Malkovich was, right. it not being advertised to 12-year-olds at all. Right. You know, and it was a small, you know, it was a pretty small movie. It was Kaufman's first script, uh-huh. you know, and it was uh, Jones, Spike Jones' first uh, directing. Yeah, it was his first movie directing it. At, um, which well, is, well, he was already movie. doing um, music videos yeah, before, Yeah, but it was right? his first film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was already, he was married to Sofia Coppola at the time. Oh, okay. And that's, so uh, somebody got the script to uh, Francis Ford Coppola, and yeah. he gave it to uh, his daughter and spike and then spike was like i gotta do this and yeah like so all of these things worked out to get it made and um you know so when uh kaufman wrote it he wrote it as being john malkovich and yeah um and like so once that was decided then uh spike jones was like well it's only gonna be that and so they you know they approached him and then they you know try to get you know producers and stuff to fund it and then everybody was like well no we'll make it something else you know, even Malkovich was like, "I love this script. Uh-huh. I think it is a great film, but maybe it should be being Tom Cruise, right?" And like, right. I, and like literally, he put that up there. Oh, really? And he was like, "I will produce it. I will put all the money into it, but like, I don't think it. I don't think it'll work with me." Yeah. And they're like, "No, it will." Yeah, and 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 that's the weird thing is that. Yeah, I couldn't it's see it perfect, working with anyone I know, else. I'm like thinking about the the recast, re, reboot, recast. Like we'll try something. Oh, this is going to be. Like, yeah, I didn't is, even think about that. It is John Malkovich, so it has to be a totally different movie. <clears throat> but like that's why John Malkovich works because he is a a known name. He's yeah. not like a character actor. He's a real actor. Yeah, you know, and uh, and everybody knows that about him. Even yeah. though like nobody goes to like you know people that go to plays that aren't you know he's not musical theater right so like to be known shakespearean and all this kind of stuff in the 90s that's kind of you know right kind of weird right and um they uh and not just in like acting circles you know right uh, and and nobody really knows anything about him because he's not like paparazzi famous right you know so it's it's just this perfect character yeah yeah like, exactly you know you well, see his the things that he does play and you're like who is the well, you know what it man? is he has the he and especially back then at that time especially he was one of those names where it was like 
if someone brought him up in conversation, he was one of those guys where if you didn't know about him, you acted like you did. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't want to be like... Well, you know, like uh, like John Malkovich yeah, yeah. in uh, Richard III. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, of course. Malkovich. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Malkovich, you know what I mean? Malkovich. Yeah, Malkovich, yeah. Malkovich. So so it's like... what Because he had that kind of a... Like an underground, but but he was still like a, a great actor and, and was known for being a great actor, but he wasn't... Um, what what would you call it? A household name. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, it was like that's why the movie works with with him with that name, uh, is because if it was too much of a star, then it would just it would it would be almost too absurd. I feel like, or yeah, it would it would or 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 it would be like in a strange way less relatable because it's not like this move. There's anything really relatable about this movie, but um. Something about it being John Malkovich makes it way more interesting than if it would have been like being Brad Pitt. Well, yeah, and like it, it, it makes that that uh, that little scene uh, when when they're selling all the tickets to go in, and the guy's like trying to figure it out. Yeah. Goes, so you could be anyone, and they're like, "No, you could be John Malkovich." Yeah. Well, that's my second yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> so they're like, "No, it's not." But like, yeah, like I'll yeah. be that guy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just. Um, what, Nobody so, would be mad about it. What was the? Was it like um? So okay, so Kaufman didn't know Malkovich at all before he wrote no. this movie, like as a per like had no personal yeah. relationship with Malkovich like at this, all, right? This whole so movie, to him, it was just the idea was okay, John Malkovich. Yeah, so he had been having trouble like getting out of uh, TV. Like mm -hmm. we talked about him writing on on those shows and everything, and um. And he knew Bob Odenkirk, and like so, he started writing this. And Bob read it and was like, "This is one of the best screenplays I've ever read. Yeah. And it'll, it'll never get made. Yeah, because it's. I mean, how did it? <laughs> like right. this is the yeah, weirdest I know. fucking how thing. How did it? Yeah, and um, and especially like it's <clears throat> it's uh very uh progressive without being progressive. Like there's like the transgender stuff in it. Yeah, and, yeah, and, way like, ahead of the time of that. And then yeah. there's just a ton of psych sure. like the whole thing is uh psychoanalyst uh, right. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a very deep, heady thing that's not presented in that way. Uh yeah. You know, uh -huh. and and like um so it's just a weird film and for it to get made is uh is insane. You know, especially yeah. in 1999. Yeah. And on top of that, the director and the screenwriter had done nothing. So there's no bankable. Right. And Malkovich, not a bankable guy. Right. Like, you don't right. cast, especially then, like, you didn't cast him. They're like, what is he? Oh, well, he was the bad guy in Con Air, and that made a lot of money. But then, like, I mean, Dangerous Liaisons? You remember Dangerous Liaisons? <laughs> yeah, right. Which I haven't seen. Is that on the list, by the way? No. I mean, it might be. It's a yeah. it's a classic. Right. What had he? I mean. You know what is? on the list i think is what was based off of dangerously is on which is cruel intentions oh okay much more people have oh, seen that right yeah i remember that one yeah that's based off of dangerously was that Liaison. ryan philippi was in yes that one? and yeah. sarah michelle geller yeah and um yeah i remember that it came out around the same time as wild things probably yeah yeah i think it was like, ish it was right around this time i think it was like 99 mm -hmm. 98 99 somewhere in there anyway um but yeah so John Malkovich, like that's that being the title thing, and that's one of the reasons Malkovich didn't necessarily want to do it because his name is not just pre-billing; it's in the title. In the title, so if right? This thing tanks, right? Yeah, he's in trouble with it. Yeah. And then if it's a success, he is now typecast as this character right. because he is 
John Malkovich. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, but, well, I mean, I was going to say about that. Did you notice how he got the and credit yeah, at the end? Yeah, at the end. Yeah. And John so Malkovich. he got naming the title of the movie <laughs> and, and the and credit. Fucking killed it, yeah. dude. His agent deserved a bonus for that yeah. one right there. <laughs> the agent yeah. was like, yeah, okay, puppets. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Right, yeah. Dude, I Poop. bet it would be that easy for John Malkovich though, because he is such like a cerebral guy or whatever that like people just like kind of like see him as like a guy that is just really smart that could do whatever. Yeah. That he could probably just be like, I'm well, gonna do puppets now, and then his agent would be like, I'm not afraid of that at all. Go for it. People love you, just do it. Yeah, yeah. it's just like the okay, if that's if that's yeah. what you're doing now. All right. That's yeah. what you're doing. All right, John. He's so good, though, man. He's, He's so, so fucking, fucking good. good. Man, I've seen, uh, it was a, a staged recording of uh, True West. It was him and Gary Sinise. It's a, it's a, basically, it's a two-person play. I think the mom is in it a little bit. Yeah. And uh, they play brothers, and they're writing a screenplay. And uh, it throughout the course of the thing, they like fight and... <clears throat> Uh, of the play like they fight over things and they're writing together and they're doing stuff and like just the fucking little things that Malkovich does. and Gary Sinise also an incredible oh actor. yeah well then um, I mean them in Graves of Wrath I yeah mean, come on and they both you know they were both founding members of uh, the Steppenwolf theater oh Sinise thing. was part of it yeah. too that's oh, why he, that's why he gets a shout out at the end yeah right like we'll right. bring Sinise yeah, yeah, yeah maybe even Sinise, maybe even Sinise. yeah <laughs> but um, that was great yeah it, it, like the things he does are you know transcendent of like people like he is so good at acting like he's just so good yeah yeah well shit i mean he was playing himself being possessed being puppeteered by john cusack yeah and then that whole dance thing and and acting like he was being taken over like I never once was like, oh, that's overacting. I always was like, oh, I see the person going into his brain. Yeah. Like, you can, yeah. like, every, he made that seem natural. And I love how that. Which is that, fucking insane. I love how that scene is shot, too, where it, you know, it, obviously it mirrors the, the opening, you know, the marionette at the opening, uh, where the. Wait, what shot are you talking about? The, the shot of, that scene of, uh, oh. Malkovich dancing. Oh right, right, yeah. right. Where where he's being after he's being taken over and he's doing his yeah, dance or whatever. Yeah. Which it was the dance from the yeah. opening game. Yeah, it was very similar and like he's breaking stuff and like the way that you know it's a lot of it is you know just the full on shot uh -huh. like the master shot or whatever and then there's slight close ups here and there uh -huh. or whatever and like him interacting with the mirror right and like knocking over stuff and then some of the sound is in it and then some of it is not. Uh -huh. Like sometimes the because he puts the CD on to dance to, and then sometimes that's the only sound you hear. Right like when he throws the lamp on the ground. Right, and then other times you do hear it. So it's like right. it has this like meaning to it. I noticed it that is too. Very much a ballet. It's like so when he cool. threw the at first, you're hearing the outside sound, and then as soon as he throws the thing at the mirror, you don't yeah. hear the crash. That was great. The playing yeah. with the sound editing and shit. But yeah, man, the fact that he was able to make like. Uh, a possession seem like a natural thing like yeah. oh yeah that's him being possessed and you don't even like think twice about it uh, just as like so fucking unreal and speaking of that one of the biggest surprises and weirdest parts things about this movie um, is the fact that uh, him and Charlie Sheen are, are buddies 
<laughs> and like, yeah. oh, Charlie Sheen's in this fucking movie. What? And I don't. How did that? I mean, I, do you know anything about okay, how that I came know, to be? And I is do, are they friends in real life? Because no. that is the weirdest pairing. <laughs> yeah. So on the planet. So one thing <clears throat> was that um, the okay in the original script it was Kevin Bacon. Oh my and, god, that would have been awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and but that Kevin was, didn't want to do it. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if oh. they didn't try or if he, they couldn't get him or whatever. But um, Malkovich actually did recommend Charlie Sheen for the part, and I don't know if they like are friends or what. Mm -hmm. But um, it Wait. is. You said Malkovich recommended Charlie Sheen for the part? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so to replace you know, Kevin Bacon, I don't know if it was, like I said, I don't know why they couldn't get Kevin Bacon or if it was already past that. Yeah. You know, they might have been like, well, that's going to cost too much or whatever. Like, it sure. may not have ever been offered to him. I don't know yeah. that. Um, this movie but I might have been that, interesting as being Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but it would have been a way different movie. Though. I think that one of the reasons that Sheen works so well and and why it was smart for it's such an opposite. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's such an opposite. Yeah, and you know you have Malkovich who is you think of Sheen Dignified, and this was this was well before New York know, theater. This was well before Sheen went totally off the rails publicly. Right, but he was always. A monster uh, yeah, problem. Right, like he right. always had a big problem with everything. Right. He drank too many monsters. Yeah. Too many monsters. Yep. <laughs> Allegedly. Monster <laughs> this is before monsters came out. So. That's true. But if anyone would have the jump on it, it'd it would be him. him. He's got tiger's blood, people. Allegedly. Hashtag winning. I have not seen that doctor's report. Well, literally he said he it, and that's good enough for blood. me. All right. But, um,. Yeah, it's a yeah. So like, it does work that well because he's also younger. Like, why right. are these guys hanging out? You know, right? <laughs> like, this right. is just a weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Know? So yeah, Sheen's wanting to go out on his motorcycle, and and Malkovich will you know take his, <laughs> his town car sits around, around recording with his driver. reading the cherry orchard. Yeah, you know? right. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why is he hanging out with that was Charlie great. Sheen? I, so okay, did. All right, so well, let's get in. Let's go with your, well, your notes, right. I guess. So I have a little bit of a notes journey. Well, okay, let's talk about John Cusack here. Okay, I did not know John Cusack was in it, oh, let okay. alone the lead role. Yeah, if you will. Yeah. Um. So that was a pleasant surprise because I love him. I love him and and Joan for that matter. Love Joan Cusack. Um. Um. And you know he does great at at, at you know he does great as well. Uh, his character's a sniveling, just like just a sack a of putt. shit. Like just <laughs> yeah, a, dude. a fucking putt. Yeah. Um, but, and kind uh, of kind of an awful person in, yeah, in some totally, ways. Totally. You just know, a really self-centered, I mean, yeah. woe is me, but how like, come no one will, you know, how come nothing first, yeah. is, works out for me? Like, you know, well, like, one, you're, you're a, a marionette like you said. Yeah, yeah, and then like you're just a putz. Yeah, exactly. Um and uh, so that was nice. And then I did I say I had a little bit of a nose journey already? Yeah. Okay. So so we're going, and I'm like, oh, John Cusack, cool. And then oh, some lady's playing his wife. I've never okay. seen her <laughs> That's before. What I thought was coming. Um, <laughs> and it took about twenty minutes. Yeah. Thirty minutes in, and she had been in like four or five scenes already. Yeah. Where with, they finally close ups. And right. Right. Yeah. Where the, it finally dawned on me, where I was like. Oh, that's Cameron Diaz. Yeah. What the fuck? Because yeah. her hair is all fucking different. Um, so that was 
fun. Yeah, she was. Did, on did that set. happen to you too? No, no. I mm. I knew that she was in this when I watched it. And oh, the first uh, time. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, they yeah, but it is like the script apparently just it wasn't too descriptive on her part, but it was just plain. Like she's just a plain person. Mm. Yeah. And well, uh, they found it real interesting that they're like, well, we're going to cast Cameron Diaz, this yeah. fucking knockout. Right, right. And, uh, you know, and they just, like, her makeup people did such There's a good job. It's time for a kiss. That's <laughs> her first role. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, continue. Yeah, and so, like, they did a thing, and she was, like, on set. She came on set, you know, in the makeup and everything. It was just talking to crew members and things. Like, they didn't know. Oh, wow. They just thought it was some stranger on set. It, wow. Because it's camera deal. Because she does. Like, it doesn't look like a makeup job or anything. No, like, it's no. not. It's no prosthetics. It's just makeup, really. Right. You know, and, yeah. and the hair is awful. The hair just know? completely is yeah. what just totally disguises it, you know. Because, yeah, it's terrible. It's frizzy. It's out of control. And then, of course, she's like... She looks homeless. Wearing just gross clothes. Right. She's hanging around right. with, uh, in a small apartment with God knows how many fucking animals. Right. Monkeys. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And the fact that, that they had, like, it seemed like one of every animal. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> and then uh, I love the, again, with the psycho uh, analysis stuff of just like, she's like, well, he's got an, the monkey has an ulcer because of repressed childhood memories. Yeah. And you're just like, this bitch is crazy. Right. And then when we get, <laughs> when she's trapped in the cage with the monkey <laughs> yeah. and we find his repressed yes, childhood dude, memories that was great. and he makes the breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> that was great, man. And that was great. the even better part is that his parents had named him Elijah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he had the same name. The same name. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They're like, Elijah, I, boy. I did, love, I did love the subtitles, though. Yeah. Untie us quick before they come back, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was just a great scene. And also just also kind of heartbreaking, but also heartwarming. Yeah. Because, but also, speaking of that, and I know I've said this before, no fucking way I'm getting in that cage with that chimp ever. <laughs> to do any fucking movie ever i'm not taking that chance i'm happy she made it out alive i'm really happy for her there but um but anyway yeah so i didn't uh realize that was her and she does yeah she does good she was really good yeah did she get was there any nominations for this she get a um, nomination? i i don't know i could see i i know that it was uh nominated for uh screen um screenplay and directing but not picture yeah uh, Catherine Keener was the only one that got uh nominated. That was uh the chicken forty year old version. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, also interesting. I was like, oh yeah, that's the chick from Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, but I guess she kind of like what happened after this movie or whatever. You know what I mean? Did she not do anything else or what? <laughs> no, I mean she's been in a lot. I mean Forty Year Old Virgin was after this. Well, no, that's what but, I mean. Like the gap there was no, she just one of those in, that was just a hard working. Yeah, she's been in a person. ton of stuff. I mean, the the biggest thing that she's been in probably ever besides 40-Year-Old Virgin yeah. was Get Out. She was in Get Out, yeah. yeah. But that was also after 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. I was just talking about that gap Oh, between. between. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, we don't really need it. Yeah. Again, but that's good to know she was still working. Because no, she yeah, does she great in this movie. Yeah. You said she got a, a nomination? Yeah. Diaz Best. didn't? No. Diaz Malkovich did didn't? No. Malkovich did what not. What the fuck? Yeah. Um. It was weird to see John Malkovich having sex. That was something yeah. I never thought I would see. Yeah. Uh. I mean, obviously he wasn't really having sex, but he was acting like it. And it was, well, he is method. 
He's not normally, <laughs> yeah. not normally, but in this movie, he was like, yeah. Mm, method. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying a new technique. I'm do my best, Malkovich. Mm, you have mm, to, you have to pretend Spike. that Yeah. Spike, I was trying a new technique. I can't do it. I feel like he should always be petting a cat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When, when Malkovich. Yeah, have this air just, about him. Yeah. Uh, he definitely has cat petting air about him. Uh, or cat holding air. But, um, yeah, uh, so that was that was uh, strange to see. But uh, also just that's what makes the movie uh, what it is, maybe. Um, let's see. The fucking, um, when... Okay, so what the fuck was that Jewel Thief movie they kept referencing? It's not one. Okay, he, so he it was just an inside uh, joke, basically. Yeah, basically it's that nobody knows who he is. Like, everybody, like yeah. what we were talking about, like, everybody knows John Malkovich, but, like, why do I know John Malkovich? Mm -hmm. uh, he has since been a Jewel Thief. He was a Jewel Thief in Johnny English. Oh. The, the you know. So they were predicting the, the future. The vehicle. Yeah. But uh, but no, at that time he had not been he had not played a jewel. Oh thief. wow, he did do that. Yeah, <laughs> such a weird movie for him to be in. Well, it's like he's like in he's doing Space Force now, which is uh, such a strange casting. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, he's great in it, but yeah, I, he must have a he must have like a soft spot for comedy or something. Yeah, well, and he's he's very funny and he, he is, knows yeah. what what mm. he does. Oh, what is it? Was that thing he said? Wow, I look great. I'd fuck me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is shout outs to is she a great big fat person, your favorite uh, line. Yeah. I yeah. thought of that immediately too. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I'd fuck me. Um and then the things that he said when like uh Cusack like fully took over when uh like Malkovich would try to come back out yeah. and he'd be like like shut up, you overrated sack of shit. <laughs> and he's like smiling and shit. <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. That was so great. Um uh that's cool that uh that the uh, that that Jules thief thing was like a joke. Yeah. I'm glad it turns out that it was, but I couldn't be sure because I don't know. Yeah, There's a lot of know. movies I don't know. Uh you know me, but I felt like I could relate to that cabbie that uh picked him up the first time <laughs> that he went into John Malkovich and he was like, "Hey, yeah, um yeah, what do I know you from?" You, you would be that asshole too. I would <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but I could totally relate yeah. to him being like, what is that? No, that's not it. Like, telling him, like, no. I mean, I get it. You know, like, it's it's one of those things. It's part of the job, even though it's not part of the job or whatever, dealing with, you know, normal people right. that, that right. recognize you or whatever. Right. But, like, <laughs> that's got to be one of the most annoying things right. is, where do I know you from? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I, you I'm told not, me. I'm not going to go down my list of credits exactly. until we find that one thing. Exactly. Well, it's like when people walk up to me on the street from us doing this. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, you know, hey, listen, I love you. Thanks hey, for watching. The, but are you on the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, no, they, no. they're always they're always Just mixing slightly me up for, less successful. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So they always say things like, "I get this one a lot." Aren't you Brad Pitt? Oh my yeah. god. Like, come on, how, like, dude, come on. So offensive, you can't even learn my name, you know? Yeah, they're always like, hey, aren't you Hagrid? <laughs> to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I would just go ahead and take credit for that one. Yeah. Just, yeah, start charging per autograph. Um, Michael Stipe was a producer on this, which was um, interesting to see. Yeah. Um, that must have been through Spike Jones. Uh, I'm sure, Spike yeah. Jones' connection there. 
Uh, but I could I mean, also the, see the Michael fact, Stipe kind of looks like John Malkovich too. Yeah, John Malkovich could play Michael Stipe in a biopic. And the fact that um, Spike Jones, so like I think that's part of what got it made is the fact that <clears throat> he wanted to make it so bad. Mm-hmm. And even though but he, he ended was up making time, it good, even though he's a first time director, um, he he had a lot of connections like he had a, the ability to get some money put together mm-hmm. with these you know artists that he'd done music videos for and everything like that yeah and they you know i'm sure they work together they get excited they can <clears> tell <throat> he's excited they're like well this will do something right right you know? and because yeah, to be a, you pro- know, a producer just basically means you got to be a money guy right uh yeah or like an exact producer or something like that it there's the the, the term producer has many different meanings now yeah uh originally it is you 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 work hard on the picture as well oh you run things and stuff like that but it also just means that you gave money right because when people invest in a movie they want to be part of that movie and they want it to sound like when you're trying to be like would you like to give me money to make this movie yeah somebody's like i don't know would you like to be a producer right right right. this movie so like that that was you know so there is, um, it depends on like the hands-on, that kind of stuff. Like a UPM, a unit production manager, that's a uh, real heavy duty working on the thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's, you know, producers like um, uh, that work, I don't know, it, it, it depends on the producer, it depends on the picture, Okay. really. So um, somebody like Michael Stipe, probably just money. Yeah. You know, um, and then, you know, they show them the movie and they're like, I don't like this. I don't like that. You know, something like that. They might have some say. Yeah. But I don't think he was on set helping out. Okay. You know. Well, I remember uh, one time I uh, I had to go. I had, I had to fucking. I was in public, right? I was out shopping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes nature calls, right? And I was like, man, I could probably make it. I, let me just hold on. I think I can make it. Uh I think I can make it uh, going home. I, can, I think I can hold on. And I, you know, so I'm like, I need, I still need eggs. I still need, you know, milk. I go down to the dairy aisle and I'm like, uh, I sure hope there's a bathroom around here because I don't think I'm going to make it. So luckily it was just around the corner. I go in there, I do my thing. I'll spare you the details. Okay. But let's just say it was the biggest shit I've ever taken in my life. And, uh, and, and I, it was a one, it was like a family unit and I had, so what I left, I tried to flush, but the flush was broken. (laughs) So, so hold on. But there was a person waiting, uh, you know, to go. And so I felt a little bad and, but I, but they made it okay though, because they, they, they went in there after me and I was like, you know, Hey, sorry, I couldn't flush. And the guy looks into it, he, he looks, he takes one look at the, at, at what I had done there at my work and he turns back to me and he says, says, Hey, that's a, that's a pro do, sir. That's what he said to me. Fucking Bryce. You know, that's what he said to me. So that's a pro do, sir. So I think I have, um, I think I have a little bit of an understanding of <laughs> what it means, <laughs> what it, what it means to be, uh, producer uh so uh yeah so um yeah but i appreciate you explaining that uh to me 
So. Did you just bring up producers to come up with that whole story? No, this that really happened, and it reminded me ah. uh, when you kept saying the word producer. Uh, it just reminded me of that one time I got a compliment. He said, "That's a pro do, sir." So, you know, uh, that's uh, that that's something that happened to me. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, uh, was wondering about the Seinfeld references. Well, there's three actors that were in Seinfeld that were mm -hmm. in this movie. Okay, but wait. There's a little bit of a Seinception going on there, wasn't there? How because, so? well, okay, so, well, first of all, let me, I know two of them, but I did, I don't believe I caught the third, so you're gonna yeah. have to <laughs> remind me. I mean, me it was there. a blink if, if you, you need to miss it. Um, so it was, uh, Ramon, the pool boy. Yeah. The pool was guy. his, um, yeah. Larry, was, the agent was his yeah. agent. And then, um, uh, uh, Lipman. Yeah. Richard, see, Richard fancy pen, uh, pendant publishing, but see, he was sitting there like he was, he had the books there. So it looked like he was playing Lipman. No, he was Johnson Hayward. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I was hoping it was a little. I thought I was hoping he was playing Lipman no. for Pendant Publishing. Um, the only one that you missed that I caught in there was Ned Bellamy, uh, mm. who played Derek Mantini, who was the like the great puppeteer. I think it was just like a quick shot, uh -huh. and I know that uh, Spike Jones had a cameo as his assistant in this movie as well. But that was uh, Eddie from the Fatigues. No way. Yeah. Oh, he was playing the puppeteer that was doing the giant um, Elizabeth, whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Um, the writer? Yeah. The fuck was her name? Uh, that was him? Really? Yeah. That was the fatigues guy? Yeah. Also in Ed Wood as the chiropractor. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've already, we established that many episodes ago, which yep. is also one of our first, it's our first YouTube video, so go check that out. That's right. It was our first YouTube video. Um, all right, so uh, what else you got in there? Um, let me see. Oh, <laughs> old Charlie Sheen. Oh, all right, so hold on. He gains control of John Malkovich's body. Yes. He does the dance thing and all that, and he's got full control. Yeah, they establish, they establish like, their plan yeah. and what they can do. And then it says eight months later. Yeah. But in the eight months, he's done enough to get a, you know, news piece done about him. Yeah. About like it. Well, because a documentary that seemed like it was, you know, they like they were like he had to start fresh, and it was like it was like oh yeah, long journey. And it was like wait, this is only it's only well, been eight because months because he was so good, and that it, you know. It was just uh, it took was just off how like it worked. that. Yeah, and, then and he it's went so from weird playing bingo halls to yeah. or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it was a casino, okay. the, the Catskills or whatever. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly right. Yeah, you know, and it, I was just uh, wondering if uh, I don't know if that is where you're like going to get hung up on this movie. <laughs> that's my only critique. <laughs> is the timing that is so it's, unrealistic. The timing is just not. A realistic enough for me i sorry i cannot suspend disbelief for that one i'm sorry everything else no problem but that can't do it sorry make the time a little bit longer all right kaufman 
You were so close, so close to making a perfect, perfect uh, script, perfect screenplay or whatever. Um, but then they do this seven years later, and Charlie Sheen is a bald, old, fat man. It was like yeah. he's already like in his fifties or sixties or whatever, and he couldn't have been more than like thirty-five or some shit in the fucking uh, yeah in the movie, you know. Uh, so that was weird. I was, but I was wondering if he was intentionally playing with time like that, you know, or if yeah, you know I anything mean, about that. Probably. I think, yeah. um, I mean, you know, Charlie Sheen was bald to show time had passed. Yeah. You know, it's sort of a, I, yeah, I, I assume that's sort of a satire on, on how time passes in film or whatever. Right. But, well, and then notice how Malkovich, once he got possessed by the old people could suddenly grow hair yeah. on the top of his head, you know, um, which that was funny, you know, well, you never know, like, when you have all those people sharing a body, like, they all have their own, uh, like, ideas on, like, how this body should look or whatever. So, like, they probably have to, you know, go to comedian inside and be like, well, we got to get hair. Yeah. And they're like, well, this half wants the hair. Well, we'll let this half control. Like, I don't, I, I, I always wonder, I was wondering, like, how, how is this consciousness uh, shared? The consciousness shared. Yeah. With uh, all the people, yeah, because like you know how they said that um, uh, when when they would go in with uh, Ed, uh, Sh- uh, Schwartz, what's his name, Edward Schwartz, right? Schwartz, Ed, yeah. Um, he, um, him being uh, controlling or Craig, I think it was Craig, Craig Schwartz, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, because he's is based off of is a combination of Edward Gordon Craig and Bruce Schwartz, yeah. Schwartz is an accomplished uh, puppeteer, and Craig is a turn-of-the-century theater artist who suggested that actors should be viewed as no more important than marionettes. Mm. Like, actors are just the puppet of the the screenwriter, or of the writer and the director, which is very interesting to think about. Yeah. And kind of true. Yeah, I could see that. Like, why are we giving all this money to to the puppet? Right. It's not their words, but Well, anyway. we have Canon Films to think for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um so uh but anyway, uh so yeah, Schwartz uh has such a tight grasp on him that they would all be thrown into subconscious. So like where do how do they all share his Right. There must be some kind of an agreement. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why they like, you know, they decided about to bring a, her a, along. A big and, case of split personality to disorder, yeah. though. Well, there's a whole bunch to think about with uh, psyche and everything, and yeah. and who a person is, and even the way that um, uh, Maxine is like, have you ever been looked at by two people that love you from the same pair of yeah, eyes? Yeah, right, like right. Really weird, really deep cool. shit. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, it it was pretty interesting of the like Ma- uh, not Maxine, what was his Lottie. Where when she uh-huh. got the second she got into Malkovich's body, she was like, "I want to be a man." Right. Like, I, this is yeah. what I was supposed to do. Right. You know, that, right. That trans. They said transsexual because it hadn't been changed yet, but transgender. Right. Um. Oh yeah. And uh, they uh, like that whole thing is interesting. But then she didn't end up doing that. She ended up staying uh-huh. uh, a woman. She just was in love with Maxine. Uh huh. So. There's interesting things there, but you know the yeah. I was gonna say they they took the long route yeah. to lesbianism, you know, yeah. like well, and like, and the way that Maxine's character 
was it didn't make sense to me that she really did love Lottie. You know, uh, it seemed that right. everything that she talked about, she's well, all getting I what see, I want I when I want it. Her, but I could see her after going through all that stuff and realize, like, going all in with one of them yeah. and realizing, oh, this isn't the one that I really want. I actually yeah, hate this guy. I think, and I think part of that I could has see to her do being with, like, I could see her correct, overcorrecting and yeah. going, falling hard into the lottie direction yeah well i think it kind of the motivation made sense to me yeah i i think part of it has to do with the fact that she was having that child right yeah so like i think well then she knew that it was yeah lottie or whatever which was also interesting it's like the person in there like technically physically it was john malkovich's kid it's not hers at all right but but the person in there is the one that well and even in the credit to because that was the one that's but she who she was really yeah, but even then, she was just mind. at that point. She was just a, a a voyeur in Malkovich. She wasn't ever controlling Malkovich. Right. Only, no, that's true. Yeah, so, like, yeah. there's also the difference of of consciousness in in like who is John Malkovich when somebody else is in his head, but right. they're not controlling him if they're just watching. Right. You know. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of weird things that you could really unpack in this. Well, film. it's it's cool because he. It's just the idea is presented without telling you what to think about it, too. Yeah. It's just there, and then you can draw your own conclusions on, you know, what it would mean. And, uh, uh, which is, you know, it's nice. It's refreshing. How fucking trippy is that subconscious sequence when. Oh, that was so great. Yeah. Oh, and so, dude, I wonder. That's what I had a question about. Did. Did John. No. bring forth no. any ideas no. for it no is that's okay that was made up okay yeah it, i was wondering if john was like because i had well i mean watching it i had no idea who even wrote it or whatever so yeah. i had no idea the level of like uh influence malkovich actually had on the movie so i didn't know if he yeah that's was just like let's make it real here's some real things that happened to me or whatever. no that's just playing with the idea of you know freudian hiding things in your yeah, subconscious right and, and you he's know, sitting there sniffing the panties. Sniffing the panties. <laughs> and, and everything's going on. And because it's oh, memory, dude. they're not interacting with it. Right, right. You know, and then, I mean, I'm sure that is something like after him writing that and seeing it, I'm sure that's where he was like, oh, I want to play with this some more. And then yeah. go into you know, Eternal Sunshine because it's all that. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, right. right. Um, and, and dealing with memory and all that kind of yeah. thing. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, but yeah, that, that scene is so cool or that segment is so cool of uh just running through it and like the way one door comes you're like going up you know it's like yeah yeah it's just really neat and and uh you know i can't ever get the image of just john malkovich in a tweed suit smelling panties yeah right Whose panties yeah exactly yeah where yeah where was he and he was yeah. like an adult too you know so here's a question that it that i Came or up the with. chick when he's sitting there with the chick and she's like, "You're creepy." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's got the long hair, of course. Yeah, when he's younger, <laughs> and he's still flowing. He's hair. still very much forty-four. Right, like, right. They don't do anything except give him long right. hair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the uh something that I I had a question for is after this last watch, uh, so. The people that wanted to go into John Malkovich to, you know, continue living. Mm-hmm. So one, where does John Malkovich go? Like, does he get yeah. pushed into the subconscious? I guess he. Does. I assume that's what happened. So we'll make that assumption. Yeah. 
um, right before they, uh, so uh, Maxine goes into John to get away from Lottie because she's going to shoot her mm-hmm. and she's pregnant with uh, the baby mm-hmm. and uh, Lester yells after her. He yells, oh, you can't shoot her. She's carrying John's seed. That's the next vessel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we find out later that Craig is in there. Yeah, that Craig is in there. And like like the guy said, after that you'll get put into the next vessel. Yeah. And it's too early, you'll be stuck in it forever. Right. Like he was. Um so does that mean that Craig uh, that Lester is in the body of John's dad? So that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I had that same not. question because the the big question comes back to Wait, then why yeah. is How did the it, vessel or why is the portal attached to John Malkovich? Yeah, it it never it never explains no. that. Yeah. It doesn't explain that and it, it it does explain that where it is it goes by lineage like they know that. Right. So why would it have skipped to just John Malkovich? Right. You know, and it would have and like you could say you could say that, that it could have been his mother, but we already know who the prior vessel was. It is that Lester. Guy. Right, exactly. Yeah. So like there that is a major hole. It is a big, yeah, a little bit. But yeah. uh, but again, but Kaufman is Kaufman seems pretty detail oriented. I wonder if he just meant it to be. You know? No, he definitely didn't mean it to be his dad because they no, no, no. I wonder if he meant it to be a a big hole oh. that is meant for you to think about. I wonder if that he was just it's like his own little fun way of playing with the audience. Well, like, I think it, I realize it's the big hole, and and I maybe. And I'm, Thinking about people trying to figure it out is hilarious. To I me. think he just got himself written into it, and like that's just how it happened. And he to just be. said, "Fuck it." Yeah, which is like, dude. Sometimes you get into the corner. The best way and, to get through you know, is blast it. At the open. end of the day, it's just a movie. It's not a real right. world. So right. <laughs> leave it alone. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, and it didn't even occur to me but until the t- this time. But the watching time, it. the time pass. I can't get over that one. You can't not going to let that. that one go. Nope, can't get no, over sir. that. Can't but I do know that. Um, so one of the ways, like the way he came up with this movie was he, uh, uh, Kaufman, is that he realized he worked better writing with a partner because, you know, when you write on television, like, you write with other people. So he was having trouble getting something out by himself. So he decided to, what he said, work with himself Uh as the other writer. And so he had two ideas. He had the idea of a man who was in love, a story about the man who was in love with somebody that wasn't his wife. Yeah. And then this idea of someone who of a puppeteer who figured out a hole to get into john malkovich's body Uh and so he put the two together which like one is like the super uh high concept thing and then the other is like kind of nothing yeah they put those together and this came up but i do have uh a little bit of the storyline that was changed that was the original like draft kind of thing original uh script okay so um Give it to me, baby. Instead of uh, Craig making Malkovich a famous puppeteer, he announced that he was, in fact, in Malkovich and puppeteering him. Oh, So he was the puppeteer still in Malkovich. So he was still getting credit as Craig. Yeah, and he was doing a a one-man show in Las Vegas. uh, And then Mr. Flemmer of the Merton Flemmer building that we never really meet or anything like that. Yeah. uh, That is the devil and uh the devil tries to convince craig to get out of malkovich so he can get into malkovich and take over the world and uh then craig and the great mantini 
have a world's best puppeteering challenge with each other, and Flimmer gets into Mantini's, uh, or Flimmer controls the puppet that is of Harry, uh, Harry S. Truman that Mantini's oh. holding, so it makes his puppet better uh-huh. than uh, Craig's, and it all culminates in Flemmer, the devil, raising the real Harry S. Truman from the dead uh, to come into the audience and tell them all to vote for Mantini so that Craig is defeated, and he leaves the the vessel of Malkovich. And then Flimmer and his, his company, they take over Malkovich, and then they have him rule the world. Oh, wow. And uh, Craig and Lonnie reunite, but then it's revealed that the great Mantini is actually controlling Craig at this point. And then Flimmer is controlling the great Mantini, and when Flimmer laughs, his throat looks like the tunnel to the vessel that goes into Malkovich. And that was the, Oh, wow. So it was like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. Yeah, let's just go lot. with let's just go with the whole of like Lester should have been Malkovich's dad, but he wasn't. Right? Yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. that. I'll yeah, take that. Over all that, yeah, that's a lot. So, um, did that's you have a lot. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? There's one more thing I got here. Um, no, go for it. So we talked about it a little bit, and it occurred to me, and then I did some research, and I found out it, I was not the only one. Okay. Um, Catherine Keener, Keener Maxine. Yeah, she's in this movie. About removing people and becoming people. Yeah. Get out. Same fucking thing. Yeah. You know, the sunken place and like even like the sort of like the visual at the end sure. of him like seeing through their eyes but being yeah. way far away. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's weird that it's like kinda kinda connected, like, you know, or oh, whatever. Boy. So then of course Oh no. There's like fan theories oh, that oh. this is a sequel. Oh boy! And that Catherine Keener is so. This this makes no sense to me because it's a totally different. Because style. fan theories are stupid. Well, and like this is going in through a portal, and like Get Out is hypnotism and right. removing brains right. and way more weird science. It's fiction. trying too hard. Uh, but it's a try hard fan theory, and nothing uh, worse than yeah. that on the planet Earth. Yeah, and then uh, so Jordan Peele he responded to this saying that it was not his intention. When he created Get Out, but he still likes the theory. Yeah. Uh, and he has actually discussed it with uh, Spike Jones. Um, because, the you know. Who? Uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele? Peele? Yeah, like they've talked about it. Oh, god. Because they, basically, it's, you know, there's a lot of. Oh, yeah. Peele, yeah, Peele, he did a whole thing about people's fan theories about his stuff. Yeah. He's like a fan of that shit, which yeah, I don't. Which I, that would it, drive it, me nuts. It's It gets people talking. That's what makes your guess, shit yeah. last you know, longer. Yeah, sure. But, you know, and then and there's a lot to talk about there, and there's a lot of uh, of similar themes that are brought up, you know, with uh, consciousness and, you know, who's in control of bodies and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, or being a spectator inside of someone else, mm-hmm. not having, so like, there's, you know, and they're, they're very, two very different films, obviously. Right. Yeah. So, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Is this film... Uh, like, what is this film? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it a tragedy? Is there a happy ending? What? How do it's you little, feel? It's a little bit of all of it, right? Well, do you feel like it's? Is there? Is there a happy ending at this movie? No. Or no. 
you know, I no. guess you could say that Maxine and Lottie have a happy ending, but I feel like Maxine is a terrible person and probably right. bad for Lottie. Right. And Lottie is just such a sad, sad right. character. And then it literally ends on, like, someone in despair, although the guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck and, that guy. But and he's like, still, but he's like look away, look away, and he can't. But really, uh, I think... Which is just, like, a really sad ending. Yeah, and that's what makes it the real loser in all of this is uh, John Malkovich. Right. Because, like, he's now totally he's either... not at, himself yeah, at all. At best, he's, like, uh, what's his name? Like, uh, Schwartz at the end of this, where he's just, like seeing someone else live his life yeah at worst he's trapped in his fucking subconscious yeah which we saw right and it was all bad shit so in shakespearean terms it would have to qualify as a tragedy right um well i mean a, a, a not tragedy a, not a comedy yeah well a tragedy is basically where everybody dies more well or i thought less. that I mean, back then it was two things if, yeah, if it ends happy or if it, it doesn't. Yeah, if yeah. if your protagonist lives or or uh, if if it, if things work out for the protagonist, it's a comedy, and if not, it's well, a tragedy. You right? know what? It is a, it is a comedy because it ends in a marriage, and comedies. That's what that's how you can tell not it was for a the comedy. protagonist. No, it doesn't matter. It ends in a marriage. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> who? No, who gets married though? Uh, well, I you know you're I assuming guess, a lot. Yeah, my I'm friend. assuming. Okay, I'm assuming right, that they get married. I need you to. I'm gonna need you to slow your roll there, Chaz. Um, At least a civil union, maybe. I mean, probably possibly. It's not John Malkovich doesn't even end up with his own kid. I know, right? And that's the other thing is that yeah, he has a kid. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but that last shot of him being like, "Look away, look away," yeah. and then like you're seeing like it was like like oh boy, that's a downer. <laughs> that's pretty you know? pretty much. <laughs> and like, but like that's the other thing is that. Like, I don't feel for Craig at all because no. it's just this weird Sucks. immediate lust thing that he right. had for her. And like right. she was awful. Right. Like she was always awful. Well, that's another cool thing about the movie though, on a on a different level, is that like even the the people uh the people's like emotions and, and motivations and interests are and the way they talk to each other are all absurd and on some yeah. level or another. Yeah. Like know? there's not a lot of there's nothing like rational about how these people interact with each other. And especially there's nothing rational about how they go from zero to a hundred about enthusiasm yeah. towards something, you know, like Cusack did it with Maxine. Then Lottie did it with Maxine being John Malkovich yeah. and then and Maxine, Maxine and then yeah. Maxine did it with Lottie and well, Malkovich. Yeah, she did it with Malkovich did it with Maxine. He went yeah. from being, please don't ever call me. To he's at the dinner going <laughs> blushing and shit, yeah, and all about her. And you know? like with Maxine, it wasn't even ever really like that. Was the other thing? It was never really Lottie. Yeah, it was always two people in there. Right, and that's what she wanted was the adoration. Yeah, the, of of the that love and the tension and, and like you know him being a celebrity, even though she didn't know who he was. Yeah, you know all that and, and like it. It really wasn't. She lied about it being Lottie. She just liked it being Lottie more because she really didn't want to have sex with Craig. Yeah. Like, she really just didn't like Craig. Right. So, um, yeah, exactly. But then, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, well, I'd rather that than not right. that. So. Right, yeah. But yeah, no, um, let's, uh, let's get into the, uh, the numbers. Let's get some numbers. Give me your number, girl. Give me those numbers, girl. What's your international number, girl? What's your domestic? And what's your opening? 
weekend number, girl. I gotta really gotta find a way to you can just not get that shorter. Not do it all. No, I think I gotta. I can do it. I can do it. You could get a faster or write a new song. Or... No, because then it's not you know H Town. You know. Well, I, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll think rap. of something. You know, you could make a new thing. It doesn't. You don't have to do rap. Yeah, we'll see. All right. It doesn't have to be rap, Chase, really? It does not have to be rap. Um, for me, it or does. Or okay. flow or whatever that is, whatever well, you call it's that. It's going to be. Talking so, on a beat. So you can, um, you can just fucking... Uh, not everything has to be rock and roll or country music, Chase. Well, definitely not country. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, now I'm going to make it a country song. Budget. Just for you. What? $13 million. Oh, boy. That's the estimated budget on this okay. film. So, uh, Interesting. Definitely not a uh, an immediate wide release. You know, this was one of the this was a sort an of immediate wide release is what I had when I took that pro due. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you know, opened in you know probably uh, the major um, markets like L.A., New York. Yeah. Uh, before it went wide, so it's opening weekend, the thirty uh-huh. the thirty first of October. Oh, 1999. It was a Halloween film. Scary. Oh, they're wearing a costume. Yeah. That costume is John Malkovich. John Malkovich, yep. This really is the ultimate horror movie if you are John Malkovich. If you look at it like that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. To John Malkovich, this is the scariest movie. His own portal and everything was Malkovich. (laughs) Yeah. That's fucking frightening. Um, Okay. Oh, that was another thing that I never really. I mean, I guess I noticed it, but I always forgot about it. It was a surprise watching it again was John Malkovich. So I knew, you know, I remember him going through his own portal and everything. What I didn't remember is that other guy that came out when they uh, they hit the turnpike. Oh, yeah, he was and still so like, in there. So, like, not only did they send Malkovich in there, but they sent another guy. They were still selling yeah. tickets, and he was like, that was the best time well, ever. No, that was the guy that was like in there. Remember, he was like, "No, Mr. Wong is in there." Right oh, now oh, yeah, still. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "I don't care," you know. So he went in there, and then yeah, and they both got shot out. Yeah, that was funny. Um, God, that scene is so creepy with all yeah. the the Malkovich masks, and then like the shots yeah. of him. Like the way they did it was great. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the little kid had the Malkovich yeah. head. That was funny. Um, I'm gonna guess it made seven hundred thousand. Opening weekend. No, six hundred and thirty-seven thousand. Fucking almost nailed almost, that shit. Almost dead on. Let's go. All right. Let's the go. Domestic gross. Uh huh. What do you think? It did end up getting I, a pretty wide release. It was in. I I read it earlier. It lasted in uh, theaters for twenty-six weeks. Oh wow. Okay. That um, is, if you're keeping track, that is half a year. Yeah. That's a long time, and I don't seem to remember it being necessarily like a box office smash, but it wasn't necessarily a box office bomb, so I'm going to yeah. go somewhere in the middle here. I'm going to say it made about $35 million. Oh. $22,863,000, so $22 million. Overshot it. Yeah. All right. You ready for the worldwide? Yes. How much? It made twenty two domestic. I can I can in the worldwide. I can only imagine this being released like in select countries, though. Yeah, probably. It's not. It's not going to go direct to China. I'm going to say thirty five million. Thirty two million. Oh. So you're just over every time. 
just over. Dang. That's pretty good, though. I think, Close. I think, you know, all said, that might be the closest you've been. That's without, one of my most accurate ones. Yeah, without, done. without having checked before. Right. That's right. Um, I've yeah. never done that. But, uh, uh, the uh, only one, th- only thing I wanted to say other than that, though, is uh, that um, John Malkovich's name, how many times do you think mm. it was said in mm. this film? This is an interesting Approximately. Okay. Oh, I got to do my goofs segment. Um, let's see. How many times do I think it was said? Yeah. Oh. 963. Uh, no, just, just over 130 times. Oh. <laughs> I way Nine, overshot that 963, one. that would be like... You, usually, they'd be the whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know... It'd be like the Malkovich scene. It was only like 128 minutes. <laughs> yeah. How many times have we said Malkovich in this podcast? Malkovich, Malkovich. How many times? Oh, eight million. Dude, Chase, don't even fucking, don't make me laugh, dude. Of course it's been more than that. (laughs) 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 All right. Anyway. We ready to move on to, oh, wait, you got one. You got this. Yeah, I got to do my goofs segment here. Uh, Hold on. Let me find it. Goofs. There's 28 goofs, and I'm going to give you, um, oh, let's see. All right, let's just do a, this is a classic one right here, and this is kind of a big blunder. This one's always a big blunder. This is a classic goof, boom mic visible goof. Uh (laughs) So you just went to the the top Uh one. When Craig and Dr. Lester sit together on the office windowsill to have a conversation, the shadow of a boom mic is visible on the window frame between them. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes that depends on the uh, transfer that you have. It's one hell of a blunder, folks. Can't let that boom mic in the shot. Kind of breaks the whole reality you're trying to build there, okay? <laughs> but I'm glad they uh, pushed through and uh, still made the release of the movie and everything. It's good. It's good. I'm glad it didn't hold them back. Yeah. Me, me too. Yep. All right. So, so that's a great segment. I think everyone. I I'm gonna make a, a sound bite for that segment too. Yeah, it allows me to pack it up, and start closing things down. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> really cool. So rating. Yeah. Okay. Um, out of ten, uh. Uh, let's just say out of 10, uh, birds, uh, waking you up in the morning, telling you to wake up in the morning. Um, yeah, you don't even remember that part, do you? Uh, just the, the bird that was like, yeah, the wake up, bird. Craig, wake up, yeah. Craig. Don't put me in the cage. <laughs> yeah. Or how about this? 10 punches from the public. Um, <laughs> when he's doing his yeah. show. But it's also like. I, I don't punch the guy. He wasn't. <laughs> I know, like he didn't even ask questions. No. But again, the motivation. Yeah, of, but it is there. It's just kind of like, yeah. And they are in New York. <laughs> I yeah. love the, I love the uh, <laughs> fucking when Malkovich goes there's a portal. He starts to walk off. Hey, fuck you, Malkovich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you that's suck, right. Malkovich. And hit yeah. him in the back of the head with a can. Yeah, that was funny. That was also really random, but funny as hell. The, uh, the idea that like. 
this this Malkovich is famous and not famous too. Like somebody on the New Jersey Turnpike yeah. would recognize him in a ball cap at night, yeah. going sixty or seventy miles down the road. Right, exactly. It's enough to hang yeah. out the window and throw a yeah. can at him. Yeah, soak it, Malkovich. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, out of ten, John Malkovich humps. You do that too because mm-hmm. he humps. Um, out of Malkovich Malkovich's Malkovich. Oh, uh, yes. We'll do it like that. Yeah. Out of Malkovich Malkovich's, I give it Malkovich Malkovich's. <laughs> um, which need, translates to translates to uh, 8.5. 8.5. All right. So, I'm curious, where would you put it? Um, I, th- I think it's a nine. I think it's a nine, nine and Ooh. a half. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Nine, nine and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, interesting. I love this movie. It's I mean, fun. I loved it too. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait to do adaptation. It's I, super like I like it. I do find it super rewatchable, but not like But is adaptation Charlie Kaufman as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, you okay. Yeah. All right. For some reason I thought you didn't say that when you were listing these things. No, I, I didn't. I remembered incorrectly. Yeah. Um I did have a, a one tidbit though about that I read about the movie where uh, John Malkovich's uh, preparation, like on set, what happened on set. Mm. He was, uh, it was during like one of the, um, during one of the scenes with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And, and um, him and Charlie were running through the lines together. And he had AIDS? No. Chase, poor taste. Just HIV. Poor taste, Chase. <laughs> poor taste. I do not condone that, but please let me, let me go on with my anecdote. But him and Charlie were running through the lines together in the trailer beforehand, and there was there was, he was like there was something um about the way he was he was trying to say uh you know what if it's some kind of fucking witch or something like that yeah and he just like couldn't get it right couldn't get it right they they were going over it for like two hours which is a long time to be going over one scene yeah Charlie was getting a little antsy he was starting to like the longer and longer it went on. Wrap it up. My battery's dying. The longer and longer it went on, uh, the battery on your, on this? Yeah. Why don't you plug it in? I don't have it here. It's downstairs. Okay. Well, the longer and longer it went on, the more and more agitated he got. Okay. Uh-huh. And then finally, Malkovich was like, hold on. Wait. I know you're already pissed off, but I got to go to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom, takes a huge shit. Shit. Guy walks in after him and looks at it and goes, that is a producer. Fucking Bryce. So... That all right. happened. So let's do. Let's move on to the last. Oh well. First of all, worth it. Worth it. Uh, worth it. Yay! It's good. All right. And for so, you? Oh yeah, worth it. Why didn't you plug your computer in before it's we started? Good. Well, because my wife was using it for her Zoom, and I didn't know it was going to be the same length. Our all of our episodes are. No, I didn't know that her, her using it up here on the Zoom was going to take so long. Okay. I don't leave the cord up here. I only leave the cord downstairs where I can charge it all the time. That's probably well, why it dies. We'll have to skip the reboot recast. No, we got it right real quick. Okay. Let's just try to decide who you think. Today, who today it would, would be about. What, what, yeah, what would, what would it do? Mm. Who would it be? My I'm going to go. I'm, what are you thinking? My thought with, uh, and it, I, I don't think it works as well because it's, it's too weird, but... Oh, I popped real hard on that. It's too weird that, but it's somebody that you could believe, like, would 
come out and then people will be like, yeah, they're a fucking ventriloquist uh, now or a marionette person now. And I, I have two. But the first one is Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he's too popular, though. What do you it's mean not, he's too popular? It's not. It's oh, not you the, like the obscurity yeah. of it? Yeah, but I think that I don't think that he is obscure. But yeah, I guess everybody would recognize recognize Joaquin Phoenix as you they would say Joker or something but he's just he's just but that would be the only thing really he's just so much more well known than Malkovich was at that time yeah that I don't no. I don't see it as uh, but it's a different an movie. Equal thing I'm saying no matter who we do it's going to be a different film so it's not going to be the same well yeah thing. but you want to have like a similar I think I, I was going with uh, personality a, though I, I was going with not or a similar, a like similar a, personality with a wildly different. Oh, you want it? You yeah. want it to be different? Yeah. Like, what would be another interesting film? Like, you're not going to remake this film with another person. It's going to be a different movie. I would like to still at least match the same ambiguity of of the per of the subject. Yeah. Okay. Well, my other one was. Um, That's just me personally. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I thought, would be I weird. thought Shia LaBeouf too, but too again, really well known. I don't know. But I mean, like, I like these, those. Yeah. Those would would they would make interesting movies. That's correct. But uh, well, you're not going to find anybody like to find on the top 100. That could match the ambi- ambiguity. <laughs> you're not going to get ambiguity on the top 100. Yeah, and the lower ones. <laughs> <laughs> you jackass! As long as it's below the top 50. <laughs> you know, I'm going to fucking switch it up big time. I'm going to make it about a female. Because the future is female, all right, and, and down oh, with the, the patriarchy. All right, but okay. this, you're already getting into non-consensually entering and a female. I'm gonna go with. I don't think that's gonna work. I'm gonna go with. Your whole movie uh, is about entering a female without her consent. Oh, uh, you can't do that. Yeah, that's not the same thing, Chase. It's not. You know, it's, it's not the, the same, same thing. thing. And it's I'm gonna go thing. with. It's even more. It's even worse. I'm going to go with... <laughs> this isn't as... I'm going to go with Anne Hathaway. <laughs> That'd be interesting, right? No. Being Anne Hathaway. You just, just watch somebody stare in a mirror and be a bitch for two hours. Wow. Why do you hate women, Chase? No, I don't. But Anne Hathaway sucks. I don't mind Anne Hathaway. I don't Fuck know why her. you don't like her. Because she's awful. Yeah, she went to the bathroom the other day. I went God after her. Damn it it was the Christ. hugest duke I've ever seen in my life. I was like, that is a pro do, ma'am. It doesn't <laughs> quite work with a female. And until next time, numb in space. <laughs>